Welcome back to the Pocket Network Podcast, a podcast for real estate professionals like you to innovate your world. I'm your host, Margarita Petrosin, and each week I sit down with professionals in the industry to talk about hot topics, common challenges, and so much more. This week, I'm sitting down with Melanie Espinosa. Welcome, Thank Melanie. You. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course. Thank you for joining us. So Melanie is a real estate, uh, commercial real estate agent yes. specifically. So, uh, so Melanie, when you're a real estate commercial, does that mean that you don't do any residential or you could do both? You can do both. Okay. And you specifically, do you focus on commercial or do you do everything? I do everything. I do both. I do residential and commercial. It's just because the difference in commercial is that to close a deal, of course, is a kind of juicy deal. However, it takes way longer than residential. So I do both. So residential keeps the cash flow coming. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can imagine with commercial, you probably have really large transactions. So um, with that, the clientele, I'm sure, is also very different. Yes. Yes. Okay. So before we go into that, because I want to know how you market yourself to both groups, okay. to both financial groups, if, yes. if, if I can say it that way. Yes. So um, how did you get into real estate and how did you choose uh, to, to go into commercial? Because I know typically not too many women that I've met in real estate yes. take that big obstacle. Yes. Well, uh, while I wasn't going to college, I'm coming from the tile industry. So I used to work in a, t- in a tile place. And I used to meet a lot of uh, homeowners, uh, real estate agents, and um, it was and a lot of investors. So it was kind of like uh, nice for me to see it because I'm like, wow, we were designing practically their houses because they come to they used to come to us and say like, hey, like Mel, like what color or what do you think that is going to match? So at the end of the day, we were like designing the bathrooms, the uh, kitchens. So I'm like, okay, it was very interesting. And my friends uh, who are investors, they started to say like, hey, you know what, Mel, come to my projects. You should see it. And I'm like, oh my God, this about this flipping house. It's really good. So before finishing my college, I decided to take my license. I'm like, you know what? I want to do real estate. I really want to do it because I saw how they were doing, how they were flipping the houses, how they were making money, how I was helping them. I was working for them. I used to go to one of my investors just to like measure for the uh, kitchen and say, okay, you have to use this type of pantry, this type of cabinets one hour, two hours in tile and uh, countertop. And they used to pay me like $500 wow. for a college student. That $500 was really good at that yeah. time. So that's why I decided to, to take it. The, yeah, the that's license. incredible. So you were pretty submerged into the industry even before. Yes. And I bet that was pretty cool seeing different types of homes and being able to have your voice heard on the input inside. Yes. And I'm sure now your clients get that, that benefit too, because exactly. you can help them pick out what would be nice, what would be affordable, what would last longer. Definitely. Yes. So that's the beauty of it. So when I walked into a house, I already know if it's uh, made of marble, granite, if it's porcelain, ceramic, I already know. So, and, and I know the value of it. So I kind of have like an estimate in my mind. I'm like, okay, so this is worth this much. So I provide this value to my clients. Also where I used to work, I get like some discounts. 
So I provide that discount to my clients as well. That is incredible. Yes. And right now I am hearing that for people that are moving into houses, the two top rooms that they need to renovate or want to renovate, it's the kitchen and the bathroom. Exactly. All tile. Yes. Yeah, so that's a pretty good benefit to have you as an agent. That's for sure. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So you recently took a trip to Dubai. I really want to make sure we talk about that. That's exciting. Yes. That was for work. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. Well, uh, my broker, uh, we are international brokerage. So we have um, license in multiple countries. Like uh, we have Colombia, we have Brazil. We just barely opened Chile two weeks ago. We have Israel, Australia, of course, all United States. And we are about to launch in Dubai. So I love um, the Dubai culture. I love Arabs. Uh, I don't know. Somehow I think that I relate with a lot of Middle Easterns. And most of my friends are from Saudi Arabia. I have now a lot of friends in Dubai. Thank God. And from, um, I have friends from Jordan as well. So I have a lot of like Middle Easterns, Armenians, of course. Uh, I have Russians and um, Persians. So somehow I'm like so familiarized with all these people. And Dubai to me, it was, it's a huge deal because everybody wants to go to Dubai. Who doesn't know Dubai? Oh my God. Especially their real estate. Are you kidding me? Just seeing it on Instagram. It is mind blowing to be able to go there hands on and get into not only their culture, but also see that real estate uh, for yourself. That's pretty incredible. Exactly. Oh, it's amazing. People think, uh, this was actually my second time that I went to Dubai. Um, but when the first time that I went there, I was a college student. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to afford it? I remember it wasn't that expensive. I got a hotel. I was like going to a lot of like, um, tourist areas in there. I didn't spend that much money. And I'm like, oh my God, anybody can come here. Anybody can go there. So it was really good for me. So this time when I went there, I'm like, uh, everything was changed and I, I really loved it. Was and it more expensive? Is that what you mean by changed? No, meaning like, uh, because you know how like Arab countries, like Dubai, it's like if they want to construct, they want to do a construction, they don't have to go to the process like United States, like permits. Yeah. This person has to approve, blah, blah, blah. No, they so said, I'm going to do it. We do it. Wow, that is nice. Yes, because they have a lot of money and they don't have that many rules and regulations. And they have their own uh, construction company, which is the government. It's called EMAC. Mm -hmm. So that's the one that is the government owned. That does everything? Yes, that's the one that... Well, not everything, but the major uh, properties there, like Burj Khalifa, pretty sure that everybody knows Burj Khalifa is the uh, tallest building in the world. So EMAC was the one that that built it. Wow. That is incredible that you've got to meet some of those people on the ground. So, um, are you licensed in Dubai? Well, our broker is the one that is going to get licensed. And now, um, I went there because one of my agents, he is on boarding to, to do Dubai. So he's the one that is going to get licensed in there. Incredible. Incredible. That must've been such a cool experience. Oh yes. And how long were you there for? One week. One week. Wow. Yes. So is there anything that you learned there, um, like other than the fact that they don't need permits, which is amazing, which I know a lot of people here would dream to not have to jump through that obstacle. Is there anything else that's different there that you think would uh, be either helpful for agents to know here or something we could possibly apply to our own business models here? Yes, tax-free. 
The tax? Yes, tax free. That's why I like it. it. So you don't have to pay, like, let's say. Ever? No, you don't pay tax, taxes. So let's say if you want to uh, purchase a property and you want to do Airbnb, so for your gain, you have you don't have to pay taxes. Wow. So that's why everybody like, loves investing there. And people think that it might be expensive, but it's not expensive. You can buy like a, an apartment, a condo from as little as $500,000. It's pretty much the same price here. So mm-hmm. if you can afford to invest here, you can afford over there. That's correct. Wow. So yes. how does their government make money if they're tax-free? That, I have no idea. <laughs> that's another podcast. Yes, but I think, yes, that's another yeah. podcast. I'm pretty sure that is because, um, you know, they, they pump a lot of oil there. So yeah. I don't think that they need it. Or I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. We'll have to Google this. Yeah, the show. definitely. That was yeah. like, oh my God, you got me like a 360 degrees. Right now. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. The, we start from real estate and we end up talking about taxes. taxes and yes, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's funny. So um, at your brokerage, I know they're doing a bunch of really cool things. Do you have a mentor there or some kind of coaching program? In Dubai, yes. We have our own director. She's been uh, a real estate agent for more than 20 years. So she's very experienced. She knows the entire market in Dubai. I I met her and uh, I had my, my agent that is going to be our team leader in Dubai. So we went, we had conversations and we tried to structure everything. But by the time that we are going to launch, we're going to be already ready in there. Yeah, yeah that is incredible. Congratulations yes. to your brokerage, you. to you on that. Yes. That is definitely huge. Um, so uh, so other than Dubai, while you guys are here uh, in, in your brokerage, do you guys, each of you have your own mentors? Does your company provide it? Or do you personally have someone that you, uh, you go to regularly if you need career advice? Yeah, well, yes. We do have, uh, we offer a lot of mentorships. We have our, I don't know if you guys know, it's like I'm from EXP Realty. So we have our headquarters in the metaverse. The metaverse, it is our virtual world. So if you have questions regarding any other country that we want to build or any question that we have, we just go to our world and it's like kind of being like in a video game. Yeah. You go there, you have your avatar, you go to the reception and you ask, oh, where can I go to ask this question? They say, okay, just go to this department. So you go to this department and they solve your question yeah. in there. That is pretty cool. And um, is that something 24 hours? Is that some place where you can go to the same person if you have some kind of personal concern? Well, the world is like office hours. But also we have our uplines that we call it. We have our sponsors and our uplines. So if I have a question, I just call my upline, which is going to be faster. But if it's a more complex that a broker has to be the one that has to answer is when I go to the world. Or sometimes I just don't want to like, you know, bother people because I know that everybody's busy. We are yeah. all busy. So and if I want a quick answer, I just like try to go to my world or my sponsor or people that I know. Yeah. And do you think uh, the the online, the metaverse uh, version of it is enough? Or do you think that each uh, real estate agent should have their own personal uh, coach or mentor that they can go to like face to face? I think, you know, the metaverse, of course, it helps a lot because it's like we offer their 24-7 education. So for some people that they have their five to nine, uh, I mean, like nine to five job, they they can go there and after like working hours, they can go in like uh, 
get mentor. I mean, um, get educated by themselves. Yeah. But if, as I said, we also offer like mentorships. Uh, my business partner, she is the one that coaches them. I don't really do it. It's yeah. just because my time is very limited. I'm an entrepreneur and I own a tracking company. So it's like my time is like... Yeah, that definitely is almost a career on its own. Yes. Um, so I, I can see why you don't want to do that just yet. That might yes. not be what you're looking to do today. Yes. Um, so who do, who do you go to? I know there's so much, yeah, there's so much that you're taking on, uh, just Dubai, I'm sure was big and you had to strategize before even taking that flight. Um, so who, who's your go-to person? Is there someone that's helped you along your career? Um, real estate. Uh, well, as I said, like with my sponsor, with my business partner, I kind of like talk to her, but most of the times it's like, I, I take the decisions on my own. And fortunately, when I started my career, I had one of my good friends that he was an expert on commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. That's how I started like the commercial real estate because of him. He was my mentor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. So you, you got some sort of insight to it. Yes. Yeah. I, I mentioned before that, um, and this is not something that, uh, I, I, I know personally, but, um, according to just research and also just a few things that other female realtors have told me yes. about real estate, there isn't that many women in commercial real estate. And, uh, some of the data shows that people don't trust women as much just because of, uh, preconceived opinions about how they might do work. So uh, is that something that you were aware of before? How did you get past that? How do you deal with that? Yeah, it was a little bit crazy. Um, when I started my real estate career, I right away jumped into commercial because when I went to residential, I did a couple of deals and I'm like, oh, that was easy. That wasn't like that much because I already knew the inside from the house. And when I was like explaining to my clients, it was really easy. And sometimes I like to challenge my brain and I'm like, you know what? I have like a bachelor's degree in international business. So I'm like, I went to school for business. I have a finance background as well. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just try this out. Yeah. So I started doing it and I had a lot of obstacles that I have to overcome because when I used to call the agents, you know, we can sense when there are not season agents. And it was a little bit hard, mostly on the commercial side. Oh my God. Uh, I want to see all of them, but most of the commercial agents, they tend to be very cocky. They tend to like, they didn't want to answer questions. They're like, oh, do your, your due diligences. And I'm like, yes, but you are the listing agent. You, you have yeah. the answer. Just please tell me. No, it was very hard and they didn't take me serious. They didn't, they thought I didn't know anything. And oh my God, it, it was, it was a little bit hectic. So you had to prove yourself. Yes. So, um, did you see it changing the more transactions or, or like once people start recognizing your name? Yes. Yeah. After like, uh, when I was doing like a couple transactions, uh, people started to like, you know, uh, give me more respect. Um, and plus I was getting like more season. So it was a little bit easier, but at the beginning when they don't know you and you enter to that aggressive market, because like commercial real estate, they're sharks yeah. and they don't care. And what I also like about real, I mean, commercial real estate is because it's all about numbers. Emotions, you have to leave emotions on the side. If the numbers make sense, 
is when a deal is going to come alone. Yeah, it's very different than the personal purchase of the home you're going to live in. Yes. Yeah. Very different because when you do residential, residential is like, you know, um, there are like a lot of like feelings from the client and you have to find what they're looking for. You have to see if they have kids. So how big the house has to be. If they want a pool, they don't want a pool. Um, they have, if they have kids, they have a big family. You have to make sure that the kitchen is going to have a lot of space. It's not going to be like in small kitchenette. Yeah. So you, there are like a lot of parts that you have to Considerate into that for them, but commercial is a different ballgame. Yeah, with commercial, even if they know exactly what they're looking for, if you find better numbers, I'm sure they'll snatch it up. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, believe me. Yes. I had uh, an escrow for a year and it got canceled because we found another one that it made more sense to my clients. Like, okay, let's cancel this and let's get that one. I'm like, okay, sure, oh no goodness. problem. But it was a year of work. That is so stressful. Oh my God, believe me. But I compensated. At least I sold him the other property. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, and you always do have to listen to the client, whether it's commercial or residential. Real estate is very client-serving. Yes, it is. So uh, how do you find these clients? Because I know with, with residential real estate, with sourcing leads, there are typical routes that you could go. Mm-hmm. But with uh, with commercial... That's a little bit, that's a completely different ballgame. That's bigger numbers. You, there, it's not just anyone on the street yes. uh, that can afford uh, commercial properties. It's not a single family home that they're putting their entire savings into. Yes, usually it's referrals. As I said, like when I was in the tele industry, I met a lot of uh, investors. Yeah. And hence, that's why it's like, and since I was in the field with uh, some of them, they already trusted me and they were like, oh, you know what? I have a friend that is looking for these. Might as well you help them. And I also advertise myself as a commercial real estate agent and as a residential on the side. So sometimes, you know, people like contact me. Yeah. yeah. So your marketing that you send out, are you saying it's separate? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yes. so you completely, how do you brand yourself differently as commercial than with, uh, with residential? Do you well, change the look? Like, is there anything specific you do? Not that much, but I do. It's like, my Instagram, I, my Instagram is the commercial queen. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of referrals from regular agents. Uh, like they do, they do only residential. They're like, Hey, you know what? Since you do commercial, can you please help me out? I'm like, sure. Yeah. So I help uh, a lot of like agents with that. And at the beginning I was hesitating to change it to the commercial queen, but in my previous broker, I, I was, I was in a boutique, uh, a brokerage, and I was kind of the only one that did commercial. Yeah. So they used to call me the commercial queen. So you were given the name. Yeah. So yeah. after I'm like, you know what? I kind of like the commercial queen yeah. thing. And that brought me a lot with, um, with a lot of uh, agents because now the agents are like, oh, you do commercial, right? Okay. Let me refer you. Yeah. So we do, uh, as you may know, like we do like referrals. So it's yeah. like, okay, so we split somehow. And that's how, how we do it. You know what's funny? Uh, you're, you're telling me how you got the name The Commercial Queen. So I've experienced and um, I do marketing. So I've, I've talked to a lot of different types of businessmen, different industries, different um, levels of success. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed that when it comes to branding 
a, the personal person behind the business yes. and that type of a business. A lot of men just give themselves a name and say, that's what's going to help me sell. But I've heard most of the women I talk to, they're like, this name was given to me. I didn't just give it to myself. Yes. Like I earned this name. And that's so funny to me that like, what, I feel like more women need to just give themselves that name. If yes. you see your success at it, you are the commercial queen. That's it. Right. Yes. And everyone else will agree. They'll say, yeah, and it won't catch on if you aren't that. So yes. th that's something else also very interesting that I found difference between men and women in all types of business. Yes, that, that is correct. Yeah. And also it's very important to pride yourself because it's like, um, like a two to three, three weeks ago, I went yeah. to an event I got invited through Instagram and this person, I'm like, Hey, hi, this is Melanie. She looked at me like, okay, I don't really recognize you. You look familiar, but I don't really like, you know, know who you are. And I'm like, I'm the commercial queen. Hi, how there are you? Go. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, branding is the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And if you want to do commercial properties, if that's the route you want to go to, you brand yourself with that. Yes. And then soon it'll catch on, especially if your work matches the title you're giving yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. It has so much what you, you, you do. And to me, I realized it, and I didn't do it because of this, but I realized it after, as I mentioned before, it's like agencies, they saw like I do commercial, they were referring yeah to me i didn't even realize it when i put that name into my yeah. instagram networking is huge yes yeah the it power is. of networking i think people still underestimate it oh, yeah i think especially in america a lot of people uh, i'm not saying we don't earn anything in america obviously mm -hmm. that's not it at all but a lot of people think that america is different than other countries where it's not just referrals because mm -hmm. in some countries people won't deserve it they don't have the education or the experience behind it but if their family knows someone they get a job yeah. here i'm not saying again i'm not saying people don't deserve what they get here yeah. but even if you have the education and experience if you don't know the right person you you can't open the same doors that you would with the, the right connections yes that's correct yeah as I always say, it's like not what you know, it's who do you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And then once you know the right people, you you just study up, you get all the knowledge you can get and you prove yourself and you start to open the rest of the doors yourself. Yes. But it's really important sometimes, and especially in such competitive industries, yes. to have that hand up. Yes. To be introduced to the industry by someone that they trust. Yes. But also, that is correct. But also... Um, I would recommend like everybody, but I, this is what I do. I go to a lot of events. I go and I check, I Google at the beginning. I even didn't know how to get into these events. So I went in and I Google like real estate events and you know, we just like went out from pandemic. So yeah. there were not that many in-person events. So it was a little bit hard to find some. So I went to this event and it was about women. And I'm like, oh my God, I kind of like it. I make really good connections with some financial people. And then I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. So now I go to a lot of events, any event that I see that is going to bring value to my business, I go and most of the times I end up like meeting people that I really know. Oh, wow. Yes. So, so it, it, these people that you already know, these successful people are doing the same thing. It yes. just shows how that really works. Yes. Yeah, I think the pocket network, uh, the idea of our website was actually born because of that reason, because we saw the value in networking yes. and being in the room with the right people. Yes. And the pandemic stopped us from being able to do that. Yes. So we built our website so that people can log on and God forbid we have another pandemic or COVID gets worse or whatever. God forbid any of that happens. But if it does, you're prepared. You 
can log on to the Pocket Network. There's virtual spaces where you can still continue making those connections and continue joining groups of like-minded people and referring business to each other. Yes. Because that's so important to business. Yes. I've talked to so many agents who are at uh, the top 1% or are the top person in their, uh, in their brokerage. And one of the top ways that they continue to source leads referrals. Yes. They don't even do too much marketing on the side. Yes. That's for sure. Yes. Referrals. Usually like referrals come like with the people that you have worked with. Yes. It depends on the service that you have provide them. Mm-hmm. And we as agents, we are kind of like the, oh my God, sometimes I have to be the lawyer, the inspector. I have to be even the psychiatrist. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just like, sometimes it's crazy. Uh, that the things that we have to deal but we have to provide everything to our clients um insurance they ask for everything i just like sold an apartment in downtown la so i got good connections with a person that does the utilities so i'm like you know what let me just help my client to get this headache because when you move it's very hectic so i'm like you know what I, we have a concierge from my company that we can help you out and they're going to do the utilities. You don't have to be calling and sending on, like on the line, like an hour, you know, when you call yeah. like the power, it's like an hour that you have to be there, try to connect it. They do it for you. That is just there, just ask your information and they do it for you. And the person See, I didn't even know happy. that service exists. So oh, it we does. need more agents like you. <laughs> yes, because definitely. you don't even have to offer that service to them. But just doing that, you go the extra mile. And I'm sure that that client will refer more people your way. Oh, yeah, you definitely. You saved their life. You saved a very stressful hour of their life. Yes, definitely. When you help them with that, it's just, uh, they're like, wow, they're providing a lot of um, value. So I send them like the insurance person, the concierge that we have for the utilities, everything has been provided for them to make their experience very smooth and not be like so hectic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And especially with clients who are investing, it's not their sole focus. I'm sure they have multiple investments on the side. So for you to be able to take a few more things off their plate, yes. they definitely will remember that. Oh yeah, definitely. I had like a client that uh, we purchased a property and he was turning it into a gas station. Okay. And he asked me to, if I can, can help him with uh, the tile. I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. So I took him to my distributors and I'm like, okay, you can purchase the tile here. Of course, we got it way cheaper. He like saved like uh, around like seven to $10,000 in the tile. Amazing. And it was delivered there. He didn't have to go to the store and choose it or anything like that. We were just like, you know what? Everything is provided to you. That is incredible. That is incredible. So um, other than, because it sounds like for commercial, there's a lot more that you would have to educate yourself on. So um, other than the normal real estate license, is there anything additionally you would have to do to be able to work as a commercial agent? Well, usually you don't. I'm certified in in the commercial from my brokerage. I took the certification and um, there's like extra things that you need to do, like Usually, as I said, it's like numbers. So you need to know like what's going to be like at the net operating income because uh, that's what the client is more about. So you need to know the cap rates of the property. So usually like the, the cap rate, we get it like from the, we get the net operating income. It's like after expenses is what the revenue is. You divide it into the purchase price and you get the cap rate. The cap rate is what's gonna tell you how long it's gonna take for the client to get his investment. 
For example, if let's say they get $100,000 for and the, the revenue, the net operating income, and let's say that they purchase for $1 million. So you divide that is 10%. This means that it's going to take them 10 years to get the entire investment that they did. So uh, to get a return? Yes. Okay. Wow. Incredible. So it's it's more like you would have to know these extra formulas, educate yourself on yes. how to quickly do that in your mind yes. to be able to communicate that to the client. Definitely. Yes. And most most investors who have the, the amount of money that it would take to make these big invest, yes. investments, I'm sure they're well educated on that. Oh, yeah. They're already right. kind of know yeah. everything. Yeah. Yes. So if you don't know these things, then they're not going to go with you on this purchase. No, because they're going to be like, how am I going to like try to invest uh, or purchase something that you even don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You don't know the basics. Yes. So it's all about like, for example, I, I'm working with a client right now and we are trying to purchase a 17 um, units. Okay. So this building, um, you know, we have to get all the rental income from the rental income. We like deduct all the expenses. That's where we get there the uh net operating income yeah so yeah you have to educate them and see if it makes sense for them also we have to put into consideration like what if they're doing a loan what's the percentage they're getting you have to put the taxes you have to put the vacancy percentage so you have to do all this for your client and educate them like hey you know what like you are getting at least money out of it, not for you to put money because I've seen a lot of uh, people, but they do because they are not well educated into, into this. So what they do, they're like, oh my God, yeah, kind of makes sense, but they didn't put into consideration a lot of things. And at the end, instead of like them getting money out of the property, they have to put out of their pockets. Yeah. 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 So financial literacy is very, very important when it comes to investing in real estate. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so with, with these clients that you're finding, other than referrals from other agents, um, where do you go to to network with, uh, with clients with such big pockets? Well, I have like, uh, some connections with some lenders that they are like, um, uh, commercial lenders. Yeah. So that's how, like, when they do some events, so some of the big pa- packets guys come yes. there and I'm like, okay, let yeah. me go. So and it's still myself. referral basis. Yes. It's like, oh, incredible. Yes. Is there, um, is there anything else that you know of? So forget about referrals from professionals, yeah. any networking events where you would be able to find these, uh, these buyers, um, without, being referred yeah usually you know i also do door knocking yeah uh when i do door knocking i go and i'm like oh aside of that this property do you own any businesses okay and some people are like oh yeah you know what i own this business and they start talking so you you knock on the business door no i do on the when i do residential door knocking so yeah. i ask them like oh do you have any businesses or sometimes it's with my business partner we go into like businesses and yeah. try to get it as well yeah yes yeah that, that's that's uh, uh, so you still go back to what's been taught to most real estate agents yes. um, originally for residential mm-hmm. um, marketing. So yes. you still go back to the same the same basics. Yes. And it's literally like to do door knocking. Yeah. But it works. Honestly, it does work. And it shows also your client that you are there for them. Yeah. So that's that's why I kind of like doing it just because of it. But other than that... You like doing it because it's effective. You don't like doing it because it's not fun. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's not fun at all. Definitely. Yeah. Mostly if it's summertime, it's like, oh my oh, God. Of course. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so other than that, um, so are you a part of any professional association? I know that for commercial real estate, um, there's the commercial real estate, uh, for women. Mm-hmm. And then they have a few other groups. Um, do you do any networking with them or anything else that you're a part of? Well, the thing is like, okay, thank God of my uh, brokerage. We have, um, our own platform. We have our own Facebook. We okay. are 84,000 agents. And there we have our own group, commercial group. So if I need like sell something or if I need to find something, I just like message there and a lot of agents they replied. So it's like kind of like within the company as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that many, um, for like person to person here because now I'm trying to focus more into residential than commercial. Okay. Because residential is more cash flow coming faster. Yeah. And I want I want it faster. Yeah. So that's why I'm like trying to concentrate. But when I got when I get the commercial, yeah, I'm like might as well do it. Yeah. No, yes. that totally makes sense. Um so on average for commercial properties, how long are you an escrow for? Ooh, it just depends. Uh, let's say if, and it's going to be dependent on the property as well. I mostly do retail. Mm-hmm. So with retail, if the property doesn't have any like exposed to contamination or something, okay. you're, you are good to go. And if the person, the client is going to purchase a cash, we can close it as like little as like 15 days, 21 days. But if it's loan, uh, commercial loans, they take longer. They take like from, um, 60 days, I think, like 40 to 60 days. Um, there are a lot of things that are going into place because when you do a loan, it's like, okay, with a commercial, residential, you do the inspection. Yeah. With commercial, uh, we do the environmental. Mm-hmm. So if there is no sign that it has been contaminated, we're only going to do phase one. But if it's a sign that it might be contaminated and depends on the level of the water, um, they're going to send it to a phase two. A phase two, it takes a longer process because a phase two, what they do, they um, drill some like holes in it and they taste the soil. Yeah. So and that takes like a longer process. So it's just depends on the property, depends where the property is located, what was there before. I have dealt with some properties that before were like a gas station mm-hmm. or they were a um, mechanic shop or they were like, like a clinic. So all these three things, they're going to like, um, leave some, uh, chemicals to the yeah. soil. So the city, of course, they want to make sure that it's not contaminated. Of course. Especially if you're going to make residential, uh, apartments on that. Well, it depends on the, uh, it's going to be depends on the zoning. Yeah. So it's like when it comes to commercial, it's like we have a lot of zonings. Yeah. And depends on what the city is going to allow you to do as well. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to give you a loan, it has to be clean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's very reassuring for the people, um, that buy residential properties to make sure that the area that they're living in is clean and they're not going to get sick and there's no health hazards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know, um, with the concerns 
with the shipping container homes, a lot of people were thinking of what if there were hazardous materials that were transported in those. But um, I, I know that with the people we've talked to, like inside the box, California, they use uh, clean, brand new shipping containers only. So there are ways to prevent this. Okay. And uh, I know that there's also a lot of laws, but again, with new projects, like they didn't make shipping container homes in the past. So the government needs to catch up with laws too. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, it's nice to hear that there's a lot of laws, but then the bad side is on the side of the agent, you guys have to wait so long for this. Oh yeah. It's a little bit hectic, but you know, that's the game and that's yeah. the fun of it. And it makes excited yeah. because you never know. And it's exciting. Honestly, No transaction is the same. Yeah, no, there is no Especially for someone like you. You got bored doing residential because it was too easy. <laughs> easy yes. money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for brokerages, I know with EXP, they're huge. So yes. um, typically, like for, for people watching at home that are new to commercial real estate, if they want to go to the, like the boutique firms, yes. um, do all bro- brokerages do commercial and residential? Or is there certain requirements that they have to meet and some of them do residential solely? Well, any broker can do commercial and residential. However, are they going to provide you with the training? That's the thing. That's the problem that I had in my yeah. previous uh, broker that there was no commercial training. So I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? So most like everything that I know, I got it from a, a friend that he was like a really good into commercial. He was an expert and doing like uh, some tutorials. Uh, that's how I kind of learn the, the entire process. But now that I changed to EXP, EXP, we have EXP commercial and we have the EXP realty, which is the residential. So with EXP commercial, I got, well, I'm like from EXP uh, realty, but I got certified into the commercial side. Mm-hmm. But being into the residential, I'm able to do commercial and residential. Yeah. But if I were into the commercial only, I'm obligated to do commercial only. I cannot do residential. Okay. Yes. Is that because of a conflict of interest or what is that from? It's just a rule in our brokerage. Okay. Yes. So um, to be in both, is there like separate fees that you pay or how, how do you join both? I mean, like just the realty, the residential. I'm yeah. allowed to do commercial. Okay. But so if, if we're in joined commercial only. I'm not allowed to do residential. Got it. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. And I'm sure that um, with that rule, if you, and under EXP, if you were to join their commercial side, yes. they probably do generate more leads for you. So you would be busier. Uh, I'm not sure about that side because I didn't no. go into that side uh, because I wanted to do both. Okay. So to me, it was like, I also want to help my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also want to help families. Yeah. Um, it's a really good joy to see also clients when they get the house, that emotion that they get, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, they feel so realized because it's one of the biggest investments that they do in their life. Yeah. So that is good. And sometimes they're like easier. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can be like more difficult, but I like it. I honestly, I love um, showing houses somehow since I'm coming from the tile industry so every time that I go to a house I'm like oh my god this is oh this is like a quartz or this is a granite or this is marble so I get so excited about yeah. it I'm very passionate so I like to to do it because I'm very passionate about it yeah no that makes sense mm-hmm. um so for for people watching at home when choosing 
uh, a brokerage. So one thing that you're recommending is make sure that they have some type of mentorship program yes. so that they can teach you how to navigate the commercial landscape because it is very different. Um, so I know that right now, you know, with digital marketing, you you Google something and there any website might pop up. Yes. If they have a really, really, really good marketing team, yeah. even if they don't really focus on commercial, it might still pop up. How can they make sure of this? Uh, what, do, what do you think they should do? I would recommend them to interview a lot of uh, people because it's also not about the brokerage. It's also about with whom you partner with. Mm -hmm. It's like you can be in the best brokerage ever, but if you're partner of the people that are like around you, they're not the right type for you, the right fit, it's not going to work regardless. Yeah. So before joining EXP, I interviewed a lot of people because now I was already a seasoned agent and I knew what I wanted. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, let me do my, my research and let me see which one is going to be best for me. And for me, EXP worked. Yeah. And is this uh, the team that you joined? Is that what you're saying by interviewing people? Usually, you know, they're recruiters, right? So you have to go in there with other um brokers they have their own franchises yeah so and of course they have their own management so i google or around my house and asking like from fellow agents i'm like hey what do you think about this what do you think about that so i was doing my research i did it like probably for four months or something like that until i decided to really like okay i'm moving to commit to yes. EXP. Yeah. Wow. Four months. That is, that, that's pretty big. <laughs> you yeah, did a lot um, of research. I love doing research. Yeah. So yeah. And this is me. Even if I'm going to purchase something, I'm like, okay, I have to see like, the if it's going to make sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's me all the time. When I was buying my car, same thing. It took me like six months to buy my car because I wanted to see like which one was better. That's great. That, yes. That's the kind of person we all want to be. I think for me personally, I get so overwhelmed after doing a little bit too much research when it's a purchase for myself. Yes. If it's for someone else, I could Google for days. I could research for days. I could read all the articles. But for myself, I think I get a little bit of information overload. Yeah. Um, so how do you manage that? When, when for like, for example, if you were to give advice to someone starting out, mm -hmm. I know that you're giving, you're telling Telling them to do a lot of research how should they manage their information because there's a lot of information out there well they have to you know we have to be able to see what's the good fit for us why they have to put like all the cons that's what i do it's like okay this company is gonna give me this this and that but i'm not gonna get this and it's gonna give me this but it's not gonna get that yeah so which one is gonna weigh more positive things for for you and everybody like you know as i said like to some people exp is not the right fit to some people it might be yeah so it just depends it, it depends on the individual yeah that definitely makes sense with real estate yes. i know with we can have a million people in one area same business and they all have different outlooks on what they would like their life to be and what they want their work life to be yes and real estate is a very very personal business it is yeah so so for everyone at home you heard it here make sure you know exactly what you're looking for so whether it's through a mentor a coach go to a therapist if that's what you need to do <laughs> get your priorities straight write that list of pros and cons so that you can make a better uh, choice a better fit and if you don't I, I think the contracts are a year long so you can always change right yeah there's like no contracts no contracts no, there's no wow contracts. so 
this choice should be that much easier. <laughs> exactly. So yes. you just swap every month. <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, other other than uh, the numbers and being financially literate, what should people know before they go into commercial real estate? Well, I would say that um, if they're ready to have like some extra income um, and they know what they're doing, they definitely should do it. Uh, because I have like some clients that they just want to like spend money and they think that just because they purchase something, it's going to be like, it's going to have a some return. No, it has to be it has something that has to make sense. Me, I do retail. So um, I'm going to give an example of a property that I sold. Uh, my clients, um, this property had three units. Uh, the three units... Uh, they were not making that much uh, profit. They, their rents were very low. But regardless, for us, it was good because we couldn't buy it for a very little amount. So what my client did, he came in one of the stores. Fortunately, the person wanted to sell the store. So when they sold the store, he made um, a lease agreement, which it was way higher than what they were paying. By doing that, he increased the value of the property for $600,000 in one month. That is incredible. Yes. How many units were, were in that place? There were three units. 600,000? Yes. 600,000. Wow. I, I can't imagine. That yes. is incredible. And what he did after, since he did that, he refinanced it and cashed out because he purchased it cash. Incredible. Yes. And then now you can use that cash for something else. Yes. Now he used that cash to purchase something else. Genius. Yes. I love it. Yeah. This is the reason you go with the very seasoned agent when yes. making a commercial purchase. You might be able to get away with uh, uh, an agent who's never had a transaction for a residential property, but for commercial, these are the insights that you really want to know. Yes, for sure. And for people that are just starting out in commercial, maybe partner up with uh, an experienced agent, be a part of their team or go through one of their transactions with them. Do it for free. The experience that you'll get, I think it's invaluable. Yes. But usually like if I have like an agent and they're like, hey, I have a client. I'm like, yeah, of course, I'm going to give you a referral fee. I'm like, depends how much time do I have to put. It's like the amount of the referral that I'm going to give you after. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I feel like I learned so much too. So uh, thank you so much for joining Wonderful. us on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. Of course. And then for everyone at home, take everything that Melanie said and really apply it because she's the commercial queen. Yes. You, you, everything you hear from her, this is what commercial life is like. Commercial real estate is like, so decide if it's right for you. Don't go after the money because if you're an escrow for a year, that money that you're going to make really is not worth all the stress that you're taking if this is not the right path for you. So again, like we always say, treat this like a class. It's not just entertainment, listening to Melanie speak about how amazing it could be. Apply it to your life. Take notes. See if it fits for you. Ask questions. You can reach out to Melanie. You can reach out to us. We'll link all of our social media down below and everything that you learn, apply it because change begins at home.